Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Danny Kennedy, and I'm here to help you become the very best version of yourself. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. We are back to a month of solo episodes, and I'm actually really looking forward to it, getting back into the swing of things in terms of just chatting about certain topics and going into a bit of detail around specific things to do with health and fitness and mindset, um, you know, mindfulness, motivation, all that type of stuff. So we're going to kick off the month with an episode on reverse dieting and exactly what it is and, and why anyone who's been in a calorie deficit for an extended period of time should be doing some form of a reverse diet at the end of their calorie deficit period. So firstly, what is reverse dieting? I think there's a bit of um, stigma around what it actually is, um, you know, so to to go over it to begin with, as I said, I'll kind of break down exactly what it is. So after you've been in a calorie deficit for an extended period of time, what happens is we have like metabolic adaptation. So when you start a dieting phase, let's say, for example, your maintenance calorie intake is, let's use a rough example of 2,500 calories, okay? So if you eat 2,500 calories on a daily basis, keeping a roughly similar energy output, then you will maintain your weight. So when you're in a calorie deficit, you want to go below that. Let's say you're dieting at 2,100 calories. Over time, your maintenance calorie intake is going to drop. So as your your body fat decreases, as your metabolism probably slows down a little bit after you've been in a calorie deficit for such an extended period of time, that set point will begin to drop. So what that means is as you get to the end of a dieting phase, so let's say you finish your calorie deficit averaging 1,900 calories per day. If you go straight back to 2,500, you're not going to maintain your weight. You're not going to slowly put on weight. Most likely, you're going to, you are going to increase your body fat percentage quite quickly. This is what happens to a lot of people after being in a deficit for an extended period of time. They try and go back to what is a maintenance calorie intake or even straight into a calorie surplus. And You've worked this this hard for such a long period of time to reduce your body fat levels by eating in a calorie deficit, so expending more energy than you are taking in. Over time, your metabolism suffers a little bit. As I said, your, your metabolic adaptation occurs and your, your set point has dropped a little bit. So your body is now unable to handle that many calories and maintain its weight or put on weight at a very slow rate. Most likely, you're going to gain a ton of weight super quickly if you bring your calories too high too quick. So when we talk about the dieting process, and I've talked about this on the show a bunch of times before, we we gradually reduce our calorie intake. We don't go from eating 3,200 calories a day and then deciding that we want to go on a fat loss phase and drop straight down to 2,100. By doing that, yes, you will lose a big chunk of weight super quickly, but it's going to be that, exactly that. It's going to be weight, most likely not body fat. You're going to lose a lot of muscle. You're going to hit a, plat- a plateau and, and hit a wall super quickly, and it's just a shit place to be in. Um, so whenever we're dieting, as I've talked about on the show before, we want to make, take it nice and slow, be in a calorie deficit, only a small deficit below our maintenance intake to begin with, and then gradually we can bring those calories down. We can either increase our energy output, and that's the process of dieting. It's super simple. It's very, very straightforward. It's not hard to do uh, on paper. You know, Obviously, adhering to this over time can be quite difficult for some people and in some circumstances, but the process is super fucking simple. So when you think about the opposite, so we've spent a long period of time, let's say three to four months in a deficit, why would we not do the same process to come out of it? So what a reverse diet is, is exactly what it sounds like. We're, we're gradually creeping our calorie intake back up 
to allow our body uh, time to adjust, to allow our metabolism to increase. Um, and so we don't gain a shitload of body fat very quickly because if we've spent all this time trying to look in great shape and get in great shape, what is the point of then just blowing that and, and fucking it all up by increasing our calories too quickly and gaining a shitload of weight, shitload of body fat, and then looking like shit very quickly. Okay, so to me, that makes no sense. So reverse diet, we're gradually bringing our calorie intake up. Now, the mistake that a lot of people make is they slowly bring the calorie intake up way too slow. So let's say we finished our dieting phase at 1,900 calories. And what some people will do is they'll bring their calories up to, say, 1,950 or 2,000, and they'll only creep their calories up by, by a very, very, very slow amount over time. And then the phenomenon around reverse dieting is that a lot of the time we'll get leaner as we bring our calories up slightly. Now, the reason for this is that we are still in a calorie deficit. So if we've finished our dieting phase at 1,900 calories and our maintenance is, let's say, it's roughly around 2,300 now or 2,200, even by bringing our calories up by 200 calories, so we go to 2,100, we're still in a slight calorie deficit. So we're still going to be losing body fat. Okay, we've brought our calories up. We've got a lot more energy to train. We're probably recovering a lot better, sleeping better. Um, our, our metabolism is starting to become a little healthier. So we're expending more energy than we're taking in still. So you will most likely still continue to get a little bit leaner, if not stay as lean as we bring our calories up in the initial stages. So by doing it way too slow, the problem with this is you're not actually getting into a gaining phase for a very long time. So you finish your fat loss phase, and if you're only bringing your calories up very slowly, you're still in a fat loss phase for a number of weeks before you get to the point where you're at your maintenance intake. So my approach to flexible, uh, sorry, to reverse dieting is to bring is to make an initial jump of calories right from the start. So let's say I finished my dieting phase. I've decided now I wanted to go into a gaining phase, but I want to try and stay relatively lean. I don't want to just blow out, and that should be the case for everyone. What I don't want to do is go from 1,900, as I've said, up to 25, 2,600 straight away, or all the way up to 3,000 straight away. So I usually make an initial jump of around two to 300 calories. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it might go from 1,900 calories a day to 2,200. The process from here is just a rinse and repeat kind of observing how our body responds. So after the first week or two, what has happened to our body? Have we continued to lose body fat? Has our average weight stayed the same? Has it gone down? Has it gone up? How do we feel? How are we training? Are we still super hungry? What's the go? So we judge our progress from this point onwards based off those things. So let's say the first two weeks, I've made an initial jump of 300 calories and my body weight has actually dropped. Okay, so my average body weight, I'm taking my weight on an empty stomach every single morning. My weekly average has actually gone down. So what should I do now? Well, this means that I'm still in a deficit, so I have room to move so I can make another jump. And if I've actually lost weight, I'd probably do another big jump, so maybe two to 300 calories on top of that again. And then we just rinse and repeat. As I said, we see what happens to our body over the coming weeks, and then we make adjustments when necessary. So after the initial, you know, let's say month, you should be at your maintenance calorie intake quite quickly. So we're getting to the point where our average weight stays the same. It may even slightly creep up a little bit. 
Our energy is fantastic. Our hunger is starting to reduce a little bit because we're not in so much of a deficit. We shouldn't be in a deficit at all after, say, a month or three, four weeks. And our body's starting to adjust, so our metabolism is starting to speed up. And then the process is quite similar to when we lose fat. So once we're at that maintenance intake, as I've said, our, our energy expenditure is going to be going up. Our NEAT is going to, going to be going up. Our sleep's going to be better. Recovery is going to be, be better. Our motivation is probably a lot higher as well because we're not starving and thinking about food all the time. So our, our set point, as I talked about earlier, the metabolic adaptation, our, our calorie maintenance set, set point is going to gradually creep back up again. Okay, so we may get to the point where we've brought our calories up and we're at, say, 2,500, and this is just random numbers, guys. Don't, don't use these for yourself. Everyone is very individual, and it comes down to the individual. So we may get to that point where we're at 2,500, and there's a week where the weight creeps up a little bit, and the next week it creeps up a tiny bit again, and then we hit a, a stop. So we're, we're stalled our progress. Our, our weight has stayed the same may drop, it may go up a tiny little bit, there may be some inconsistencies with water weight and all that type of shit, but now it's time to bring calories up again, okay, so now we slightly creep them up, so the goal over a reverse diet and a calorie surplus and when we're in a gaining phase is to bring our metabolism to as healthy a point as possible, we want to get our calories up as high as possible at the point though where we're not gaining a shitload of body fat, not gaining a shitload of weight. Now, the goal in a surplus is typically to be progressively overloading and gaining muscle mass and, and slowly creeping our body weight up so that we can make those improvements to our body. We can build on the areas that we need to build on and, and bring our metabolism to a healthy point so that the next time we go into a calorie deficit, it's a shitload easier. And this is a really important process and this is why every single person listening to this episode should be reverse dieting after they've been in a calorie deficit for an extended period of time because what happens is if we just go from a deficit back to, let's say, maintenance calorie intake for a short period of time and then go back into a deficit, it's going to be just as hard, if not harder, to lose fat. We're not going to have made any real progress on our physique because we haven't spent enough time in a, in a surplus or at least at maintenance and we haven't given our body time to adjust and catch up. So we, we gradually build our calories up in the reverse diet and, and you know, you got to differentiate between a reverse diet and a surplus. So once we get to around our maintenance calorie intake, so our body weight's not climbing up um, really much at all, if at all, and our calories are at a point where we're not really hungry anymore, we're not getting hungry and starving all the time, and our body still looks quite good, we're starting to make progress in the gym and overload our compound movements, that's when we transition into a calorie surplus. So that's when we can start to focus on actually adding some weight, adding some, some muscle mass and in that process is going to come with a little bit of body fat gain as well. But that's shit happens. That's part of the process. So reverse diet ends and then we're just in a calorie surplus. And we can still use those guidelines, you know. So when you're in a surplus and you haven't seen progress in the gym for a couple of weeks, your body weight hasn't changed much and, you know, maybe starting to get a little hungrier again, that's when we can make a small bump in calories and we just rinse and repeat. It's the same as when we're in a fat loss phase. We, we observe how our body responds. We make the changes when necessary. They don't have to be drastic. They shouldn't be drastic. And over time, we're going to build on our physique, make our metabolism. We're going to get our metabolism in a much healthier position. Our set point, our maintenance calorie set point is going to be a bit higher, ideally, by the time we go into a fat loss phase next. And, you know, I typically try and keep my ratio of deficit to, to surplus or at least maintenance at around a one to three or one to four ratio. So if I've spent three months in a severe calorie deficit, I'm going to probably spend the next nine to 12 months at maintenance or maybe even in a surplus before I go back into a deficit to make sure that I've actually made some improvements and I'm going to see a difference in my physique next time. So 
I hope this little episode has helped explain what reverse dieting actually is. It's a pretty simple process, but it is necessary in my opinion, and you will thank yourself for it the next time you go in a deficit and you're losing fat at a higher calorie intake. You've gained muscle mass. You haven't put on a shitload of fat after a deficit. You still look great. You feel a lot better. You're eating a good amount of calories and you're not focusing on food all the time. All right, so thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed it. Now, before we wrap this episode up, I do want to remind you guys that you can gain access to the VIP Club, which is the DK Fitness Membership Hub online. It's just $29.99 per month. You get access to every single one of my online programs, past, present, future programs. Uh, You get access to a full video exercise library, discounts on all my store, plus our active wear label, Unify Active as well. Uh, The Platinum membership is a little more advanced, so that's where you're checking in with me every single week online, the one-to-one online coaching. That is $1.99 per month. You can cancel these anytime you like, Um, but I'm really looking to help as many people as I can this year, guys, and I know you have have appreciated this content, which I'm really grateful for and thankful that you listen to these episodes. So if you're looking to take your training, your nutrition, your knowledge to the next level, I'd love to have you part of the team. Just a reminder, you can go to my website. There'll be a link in the show notes below. But I'd love to see you guys in there. Thanks so much for listening. If you found this episode helpful, uh, episode, can't speak. Um, if you found this episode helpful, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and put it on social media. Uh, let's get as many listeners as we can. And of course, subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star rating if you've enjoyed the show and leave a review on Apple. It all helps and the support is much appreciated. And I'm really looking forward to this next month of these uh, more specific episodes. I hope you guys have a brilliant day.